We the People 2020. It's Curtis here. It's been about two, three weeks since I talked to y'all. I, I hope you missed me. I missed you. A lot going on in the world, in our state, country, all over the place. A whole lot going on. I guess we need to have a moment of silence for our departed and beloved Supreme Court Justice, Miss Ruth Ginberg. Okay, well that was a moment. Hey, I heard a story about her. Apparently after she died, her family seen what they thought was an angel walking out the back door. And it looked an awful lot like Hillary Clinton and she was holding a pillow. Kind of strange. And it was really strange that those last words she said, let me see if I got them right, was, I don't want to be replaced, or my most fervent wish is I don't want to be replaced until a new president is elected. It's really strange that that was her last words and it was written in her own blood on the wall. But whatever, I mean, you know, foul play? I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember my last podcast? And I made a mention of the coup d'etat that we're living in. I said there will be accidents, mysterious deaths, natural deaths, maybe a few disappearances, and a few assassinations. Well, I'll let you fill in the blanks there. But 2020 is shaping up to be one heck of a year. So... You draw your own conclusion, but something smells. I'm kind of wondering if uh, old Ginberg went to join old Jeffrey in Paradise Island in the sky. Time will tell. But patterns, folks. Look for those patterns I keep talking about. This chick dies. I go read the article. Two paragraphs into her story, you know, I mean, the lady has been... A Supreme Court Justice since 1993 and has had a pretty distinguished career but the main thing that they mentioned two paragraphs into this woman was that she most fervent wish is to not be replaced until a new president is elected that seems a little bit out there to me and honestly I think I got deja vu because I think Mr. Biden's son died and if I remember correctly, I think it was 2015, and his last words were something like this. Oh, Dad, my last wish is that you run for president. <laughs> okay, it's, it's kind of funny, these people's last words. Very strange, but like I said, I mean, I'm the, I'm the crazy conspiracy uh, theorist who's out in my shed saying all this stuff, so don't listen to me, but... You know, something, something's rotten in the state of Denmark, if I ever smelled it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who to blame or what the deal is, but something just isn't quite right with this. Keep it in mind. Watch for those patterns like I've talked about. One thing, uh, this is off the subject of our Ginberg buddy, but uh, not like I said, that's probably about all I got to say about her. It's just food for thought. I got a text today from one of my friends, and it was in regards to the VHD, which is the Virginia Health Department. I actually like to refer to them as the Gestapo. 
Um, they earned that name from me when they put up that hotline where you can tattletale on people and businesses for not wearing masks and social distancing. I figured they earned the Gestapo name for that. <sighs> Moving on. Apparently, they started sending out these, uh, <laughs> we'll call them leaflets, to families that have teenage children. And it's basically... Uh, I guess it's just gives you access to a sex hotline if you have any sex questions. I did text them and try to ask some questions, but unfortunately it takes them like 24 hours to get back to you, so we'll see what they say. You know, totally anonymous, you know, because you, you know, your kid's privacy is very important when they need to know sexual questions. This, the mother who sent me the stuff you know, had two teenage children and is absolutely irate. And I mean, I do not have teenage children, but it makes me irate as well because it's just, it's a one slap in the face after another. But the reason that I want to make mention of it is because it's the Gestapo, <laughs> the Virginia Health Department. You know that I have nothing but contempt for them. You know, do remember, it's Virginia Health Department putting big emphasis on the Virginia part and we have a governor named Mr. Ralph Northam who is a flaming liberal and a piece of trash. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. That wasn't very nice. He is a dignified piece of trash and there's an agenda there and it all fits in with everything else that's going on. But it's kind of a little backdoor deal this time, because I know what you're thinking. You know, you've heard some of my podcasts when I was ranting and raving about how angry I am about the masks and how they shut the churches down and how that was such a big deal. And it was. But this right here is more of kind of a, a backdoor deal. One thing with the masks and all that stuff is a lot of that is false flag operation. And it's kind of just distracting us from the big things that are going on. And little stuff like this is just kind of, you know, I don't, it's not the main deal, but they can kind of slip it in there and it's working towards the main deal. But you know, for them to actually target people that have teenage children and keep in mind, and we just had 2020 census. So your house is current if you filled out your census form on who lives there and they have access to this information to know, hey, this guy has two teenage kids. I don't. I didn't get one of these things. He did. So that's neither here nor there, but it's something you need to keep in mind is that our enemy is a lot more than just, you know, a little bit organized. They, they definitely have quite an operation going. But, you know, the reason that they're doing this is trying to, you know, I don't need to get into all the deal with the, the morality and immorality and the structure of society and all that stuff. But it's a means to an end. And the deal is, you know, they've already mandated how we can shop, we can go in public, we can carry ourselves. And now they're trying to invade your children with their agenda. And that's one thing you got to keep in mind why this is such a big deal with these little leaflets they sent out. I know what you're thinking, especially if you've seen one. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't nothing like pornography on it or anything like that. But the deal is, they address it to the head of household. But this leaflet is clearly, it's not an enveloped, 
it's it's plain view and it's very attractive to young folks if you know anything about advertising and packaging you can if you got a keen eye for it you can actually you don't even need a keen eye for it I'll tell you how you can tell what packaging kids like walk through a store and see what your kid picks up certain things just jump out at you and this they attract I remember being a kid and certain things really attracted you or attracted me and you're like wow I want this I like this whatever and you know it's the same with adults there's certain things that attract us that we buy packaging whether it's on a uh, a soft drink or a bag of chips there's certain things that attract a child or an adult that being all said it was very obvious that this was meant to attract a child a child children somebody under the age of 18 anyway and maybe even younger than 11 sent to the house and you know how many kids get the mail before when they get out of the school bus or I remember being a kid and, and running it was a privilege whoever got to run out to the mailbox and get the mail so you know today's kids aren't stupid they could have easily pirated that thing or kept the uh, number down so they could ask all the sexual questions that they ever desired you do know kids are curious but what I was getting ready to say is all these kids out there with these unfiltered iPhones unfiltered laptops max access to movies internet all this stuff that has so much sexual content and all that stuff in it you're thinking what's the big conspiracy with the health department sending out saying hey we'll um excuse me for a second <coughs> I'm sorry I, I caught COVID I'm sneezing so gosh I think the health department's at my door but no nah, I'm just kidding um where was I so health department why is it they why is this so bad well here it is that all that filth that they have access to as bad as it is it's more blanket it's more of a blanket thing you know yeah they can watch this show that has this perversion in it or this show that has this sex in it or whatever but when it's the VHD it's the Gestapo they're gonna have a certain agenda that they're gonna push I don't a hundred percent know what that agenda is but I can tell you what it's contrary to how I'm raising my children and if you're listening to this podcast it's definitely contrary to how you're raising your children and if not you probably need to shut me off because you're not gonna like me that's what they're trying to do it's a way it's a total overreach of government privacy just downright wrong the thing is they're trying to push their agendas on us and this is a good way to do it and the plus they're making the perverted normal you know official you know kids aren't stupid this is a government organization this is official and they say that such and such is right it's okay I guarantee you it's okay to be gay if you ask them um, I've asked them a bunch of questions but it takes them a um, takes them like 24 to 72 hours to respond so I actually don't have confirm to any of these questions but I know enough that I can tell you that they are not going to discourage any alternative lifestyle and they'll probably foster it or they I, I don't say probably they definitely will I know enough if I'm wrong I'll get back on the next podcast and admit I was wrong and apologize 
to the Gestapo. But I know I'm right because I know who I'm dealing with. These people are our sworn enemy. If you have any bits of moral fiber, if you have any bit of character, keep in mind the health department is not your friend and you do not want them telling your kids anything about sex or sexual content or how you should do whatever. So, yeah, I'm um, I'm trying not to throw things right now. It makes me so mad. It's first you're going to make me wear a, a darn mask and now you're going to try to teach my kids to be perverts. It's like, what, what, what's next? But like I said, this is a backdoor. This is just a... Uh, this isn't the main thing. You know, shutting down churches, shutting down businesses. A lot, of, lot goes into that. But a lot of it is false flag. And the thing is, you'd be surprised how much more dangerous this is than all the other stuff they did. But it's all working together to destroy our freedoms. You know, they have more rights to our children than we do. What are you going to think when it's mandatory that they teach your kids that filth? And remember, if they're in public school, they kind of already do. But a lot of kids I know go to private schools, Christian schools, that do not get government funding and are allowed to, to teach whatever they want. What are we going to do when this stuff is a must? This stuff is like the vaccine. You have to inject this rubbish, this filth into your children. It's coming, folks. I hope you see it. And if I didn't mention it already, I'm not going to say her name for her privacy's sake, but the, the angry mother, we'll just call her angry mother, the angry mother who texts this thing to me this morning, I just want to uh, salute her for getting so angry. And she actually called her health department locally, the one in Richmond, our capital, and she actually called her congressman and his... Uh, through quite a tantrum tantrum from what I understand and that's what we need and that like I have said in my other podcast that's one of the reasons that I do this it's not that I'm like some great orator or the best talker in the world it's I'm trying to get the narrative going and I'm trying to encourage people to stand up against this onslaught that that's ta that's taking our country I mean you want you you want your kid to be a uh, a weirdo I sure don't you know, that's that's where we're headed, folks. You got to stand against this thing. Uh, I might not. I'm not gonna complain to my health department over this, and the reason I'm not is because I don't have time, and I'm actually fighting other wars. But the deal is, you got to remember, we're in a huge war right now, so you got to pick your battles. But the thing is, is what I'm trying to encourage is pick a battle and start fighting. It seems like my angry mother is going to be fighting with these guys. That's great. Well, I'm trying to get them from the other end because I'm fighting them on the mask deal. So, you know, this is, uh, and remember, when I, and I have to clarify this stuff because, you know, I don't want, you know, the FBI kicking down my door thinking I'm trying to, like, you know, take over the government because I'm not. So when I make uh, military and combat type analogies, I am simply using them as that, analogies, not physical but basically we're at war and we're shooting we're we're shooting at our enemy but the thing is I can only shoot at him from this side her shooting him from that side and if I can get some of you other folks to get in there kind of help you know fire some rounds down range we can really suppress these people because the thing is up until now they have met fairly easy resistance light resistance if we if 
the American people, and especially my Virginians, stand up to these slime balls, I really think that we can push them back. The, the, the coup d'etat, we can, we can win it. We can win this round. You know, we got a very exciting election coming up. And the thing is, Trump's got it. Trump has got this election if you vote. And I have not mentioned this in my last podcast, so I'll mention it this time. Do not, and I repeat, do not vote absentee ballot. Do not vote early. Do not do that. You need to vote on election day, which is November 3rd, last time I checked. Do not send in a ballot. You will most likely receive a ballot in the mail. Rip it in half and throw it in the trash. If you vote in the in the absentee, you might as well throw it in the trash can because that's where your vote's going, unless you vote Democrat. Like I said, patterns. Do you see the pattern? Why is it the Democrats are all about the absentee? Why is that? If you listen to my other podcast, you heard me talk about it. I was talking about it months ago. I was like, this is all about the election. This is going to last to the election. I was saying this when COVID first started. And sure enough, here we are pushing down towards November and it's still going on. And it's actually starting to pick up steam. I actually read an article in the uh, Communist News Network, I mean CNN News, that the CDC, another uh, branch of the Gestapo, just discovered that these particles in the air from people sneezing is more deadly and lethal than they thought and etc etc you need to isolate yourself it's it's really funny they're on the brink of having a vaccine but it's gotten more deadly it just it's like you can't win it's all about the election and i've been saying it for a while as soon as the election's over i guarantee you within two weeks Within two weeks, the vaccine will come out. Mark my words that I said that, okay? Two weeks, I guarantee you, there will be a vaccine. And if it's not two weeks, it will be by December. I promise you. These people are pretty predictable. They're already acting like they have it. It's just not out yet. So suddenly, we'll all have a vaccine. We'll all be cured. It'll all be gone. And we'll all forget about anything that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're trying to keep you home. And the reason for it is, check this out. Absentee ballots. U.S. mail. You know, I'm a, I'm a law-abiding citizen. We'll just throw that out there. But let's just say that the Democrats hired me to, say, break into the post office and get a bag of ballots. They'll probably put a big R on it so I'll know which one to grab. Does not take a whole lot of skill for me to jar open a a post office door to disable the alarm and grab that bag and get out of there. It's not that hard. However, if you vote on a machine, you know, granted a lot of us vote in schools and churches, but when they take that information... It'd be a lot harder for me to sneak into the, to wherever, the, if they keep it at the school or if I have to go back to the elections office to break in there and actually get into the computer and change it. It'd be a lot harder. 
when you do a physical mail-in ballot, it is way easier to fraud, do fraud. And I already have a, I have a story for you that is true that happened to my mother. This would have been during the Obama election and I think McCain. So when was that? 2012, whenever that was. My mom at that time, she was a resident of Atlantic City, New Jersey, but she was in Chicago going to school. And she's very political, very uh, very conservative woman. I, I guess I must take after her. Thanks, Mom. But she was um, she was in Chicago going to school. She, like the good citizen she is, she decided to do an absentee ballot, whatever. So she did the absentee ballot and sent it. And remember, you have a certain amount of time period that you can send it in. You know, it's a window. Well, she sent it in. She got it sent back to her. And there was a note that it was the signature. Apparently, you sign it, obviously. Their signature that, that she put on there, they said, was a fraud and that it wasn't really her signature. Well, just so you know, Chicago is a democratic city. And obviously, the people that were, well, heck, it might have got sent to New Jersey, wherever it went, whether it was New Jersey or Chicago, I promise you, it was the, I don't promise you, it was, it was the Democrats that actually were counting them. And so apparently what they do, I don't know if they just do every other one or they just, you know, do them all. They just say that the signature is fraud and they send it back because obviously if you're doing an absentee, you're not going to, how are you going to fight that? How can you dispute that? In the time it would take to dispute it, your vote gets thrown out. Of course, this story is almost fictional how it ends. I'll finish it. Her vote did get counted. Well, it just so happens my mother's husband was a lawyer, a New Jersey state lawyer. She sent it to him and he took it to court. And this is where it gets funny. And the judge was blind. That's crazy. And he deemed that her signature was her signature. And her vote was sent back to the, the polls and it was counted. Oh, just, <laughs> just so you know, apparently the judge did have an aide that was not blind. But the judge was blind. Truly, justice is blind in New Jersey. But that's a true story. So if that gives you an idea to our enemies at the polls, the Democrats, and what they're doing, and you think I want to mail in it, a ballot, and plus they keep on talking about us mailing it in, they want us to mail it, of course they want us to mail it in. They're going to they're gonna fraud us out. They're scared of us going to the polls because if we go to the polls, Trump will win, and it's going to be a landslide. But you guys just, you got to get out there. Do not vote paper. You vote real thing, man. You put that thing in the computer. You watch it punch your number. That's the only way we're going to win this, folks. So, hey, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> 